Hello, hi, and welcome to this episode of the Mandy Mayer podcast. As per usual, this is the podcast where we chat all about your health, getting healthier, creating healthier habits, creating a healthier lifestyle, working on those goals, smashing those goals, and losing some fat in the process. Now, I know that I always chat about creating a healthier lifestyle, and that is how fat loss then takes place. So fat loss essentially is a byproduct of you creating a healthier lifestyle. But but what happens when you have reached, quote-unquote, for the lack of better words, your goal weight? Because we all know that you don't want your entire life to be one fat loss phase. You want to lose the fat if that is your goal. And then you want to push yourself into a maintenance phase, a phase which I am currently in and have currently been for the last four years. And that's what I'm going to chat about in this episode. Now, I want you to feel free at any point to reach out to me via email if you have any questions regarding maintaining weight, because I know I've had a lot of people reach out to me on Instagram asking me to chat more about maintenance of weight and not just focus on fat loss, which I 100% support. I really do want to start touching more on maintaining your weight that you have lost. But again, it's not something that I'm going to be able to cover all in a 10 or a 15 minute episode on this podcast. So I'm going to break it up into a lot of different episodes over a longer period of time. But again, if you have any specific question about that, please feel free to drop me an email. Let's first have a look at the definition of successful weight loss. The success of a diet is not about how much weight you can lose in the shortest period of time. Because oftentimes I get people coming to me me saying, oh, last year I managed to lose 20 kilograms. I was successful, but I've gained back 25 kilograms. Now, I want you to really understand what I'm going to say next. The success of weight loss or of your diet is not about the amount of weight that you can lose, but rather about the amount of weight that you have lost that you can maintain for a long period of time. And by long period of time, I mean for the rest of your life. So I'll repeat that. Successful weight loss is not about the amount of weight that you can lose, but it's about the amount of weight that you have lost that you can maintain for the rest of your life. Meaning then, once you've lost the weight, you will then be in maintenance for the rest of your life. And that's why I agree with the people asking the questions about maintenance, because at the end of the day, right, your maintenance phase is going to be a damn long phase. And by damn long, I don't mean that in a negative way. That's massively positive. That's like, boom, I've got to the point where I want to be. Now I'm maintaining. But how do we, how do you successfully maintain the weight that you have managed to lose? That is the question. But to answer that question, we first need to have a look at why most diets or 95% of diets fail. The main reason why there is such a high percentage of failed diets is because it is exactly that. It is a diet and not a lifestyle. And diets are very short-term, lifestyles are long-term. And that's why I always bang on about you shifting your mindset from short-term weight loss to long-term lifestyle changes. Diets are fully restrictive and that is often why they fail, whereas your lifestyle changes are changes that you are implementing into your life and not letting them control your life. Whereas if you on a restrictive diet, 
diet, think about it for a moment. What happens then? That restrictive diet controls your life. Hence why so many of those restrictive diets fail. And I think that answers a lot of the questions about successful maintenance. Your successful maintenance really starts at how you set up your fat loss phase. If you tackle your initial fat loss phase in a fully restrictive manner, you are going to be yo-yoing for a very long time. And it is going to feel like you are constantly dieting. It feels it's going to feel like your entire life is a diet because you're going from one restrictive diet, then you're gaining the weight back. Then you go into the next restrictive diet and you're gaining the weight back. And there is no possibility for maintaining then because you're not setting yourself up for maintenance. And you always need to remember, if you do something drastic, let's say, for example, you've got a friend's wedding, or you've got your wedding, or you've got a beach holiday coming up, and you want to lose 10 kilograms in four weeks, it is highly possible to do so. It's very dramatic, but it's possible. But you know what is not going to be possible? It's not going to be possible that you maintain that 10 kilogram loss, because the way you tackled losing that 10 kilograms was not maintainable. It was not sustainable because you would have gone to drastic measures like maybe the cabbage soup diet or fully restricting calories for four weeks. And you really need to ask yourself when you approach the fat loss phase, can I do this for the rest of my life? So number one, your successful maintenance period really starts at the start of your fat loss phase. The way you set up your fat loss phase, the way you navigate your fat loss phase is going to set you up for maintenance. So if you do fully restrictive ways forward to lose fat, maintenance is going to be very difficult. But if you approach your fat loss phase with the idea of creating healthier habits and not necessarily fat loss, and you lose fat as a byproduct of creating healthier habits, Oftentimes, that is the thing that is going to set you up for a successful maintenance. So you really need to solidify those healthy habits from the word go. It doesn't matter how long it takes to do that, but that needs to be the focal point from the word go, healthy habits and the creation thereof. Now, number two, when it comes to exercise, when we're looking at creating healthy habits, I've seen people saying, oh, I've got to go to the gym now. I absolutely hate going to the gym, but I'm doing it to lose fat. Again, you've got to ask yourself, the exercise that you are doing, is it something that you foresee yourself enjoying? Now, I know a lot of people hate exercise, hence why I bang on so much about steps and daily walks, because that's something that is easily accessible to most people. And it's something that most people can do if they are physically able to do it. But if you're doing your form of exercise or your choice of exercise purely to burn calories, to lose fat, then again, it's going to be very difficult to maintain sticking to that exercise plan in the future. Because once you reach, quote unquote, your goal weight, you're going to be like, oh, I don't need to go fucking gym anymore. I hate it anyway. So what's the point? Whereas if you've really found an exercise that you enjoy doing, that is something you work into your life. That is something you work into your lifestyle. And it no longer becomes just about fat loss. It becomes about so much, so much more. And that's where you crave it and you want to do it more and more and more. And that's what helps the maintenance as well. 
Number three, your meal plans. Now, I know a lot of you out there are still asking for generic meal plans or you are still purchasing generic meal plans because at that very moment, it does seem like the easiest thing to do. But again, you need to ask yourself, once you get to your goal weight and you no longer have someone telling you what to eat, are you going to be able to make calculated choices with regards to your nutrition as you start maintaining? Or were you only eating those meals prescribed to you by that meal plan purely for the purpose of fat loss? Because if that's the case, what's going to happen then? As soon as you reach that goal weight, you're going to struggle to maintain because you're like, oh, I don't need to eat these vegetables anymore, or I don't need to eat this anymore. I can now move back to what I was eating. No, 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 no. There is no going back to old ways and old habits. The most difficult part of this is learning how to create your own meal plan, learning how to choose your own foods, learning how to work your fun foods into your plan. That is what is going to make it sustainable. By the time you get to your goal weight, you're going to be able to eyeball food and you say, cool, I'm going to have that today. That can be part of my plan. But if you've been following someone else's meal plan and they've been telling you what to eat every single day of your life for the last six weeks or the last six months, realistically, you need to ask yourself what is going to happen when you no longer get the meal plan from that person? Are you going to know what foods you're going to incorporate into your day to continue with this expedition? And that's why I always say tracking and logging of your calories, whether it be for seven days or for 30 days, is fundamental. It is vital because it gives you a bloody good understanding of the foods that you are consuming. It teaches you, forces you, teaches you to create your own meal plans. And that, I'm telling you now, is key to when it comes to maintenance. Number four is creating a healthy relationship with food is very, very important because a lot of people will overlook that when they are in a fat loss phase. They will cut out a lot of their fun foods. They will cut out a lot of their favorite foods in the pursuit of losing fat as fast as possible. That means absolutely fuck all if you cannot improve your relationship with food because then when you do go into a maintenance phase and you do have a chocolate or you do have a slice of pizza, what do you think is going to happen? You are going to overindulge in that fun food because you have still not worked on your relationship with food. Number five, this is one thing I want everyone to understand. People think it just magically becomes 50 million, trillion, 100,000, 500 times easier when you get to maintenance. People think maintenance comes with no struggles. People think maintenance comes with no fluctuations on the scale. People think it's sort of like, cool, I've made it. Now I can let go. No, you still have to practice those healthy habits. You still have to check in with yourself on a regular basis to check. Maybe if you've become complacent, maybe you let in your healthy habits slip and slide a little bit. Now, from my personal experience and my personal opinion, maintenance for me is easier than what the fat loss phase was because at the beginning of my fat loss phase, I had to totally change my lifestyle. I had to totally change my habits, right? And we all know to create a new habit is very difficult, but I did take the time to solidify those healthy habits, to lay down the foundations and to take it slow and to be patient, to find exercises that I enjoyed doing, to know that I was doing the exercise not from a fat loss perspective. I took the time 
time to work on my own meal plans, create my own meal plans, work on a healthier relationship with my body, with food, with the scale. I got to the point where in the beginning during my fat loss phase, if I had a chocolate, I would feel really bad about it. And I'd be like, oh, I've just thrown all my progress away. And that could be quite detrimental, right? Because then what might happen is it might spiral. Whereas now in the maintenance phase, I have a chocolate. I'm 100% okay with it. I just proceed as per normal. The chocolate was part of the plan. It doesn't turn into a two-week shit show of eating chocolate. So for me, that's the big difference between fat loss and maintenance is I've just solidified those things that I'm at the point now that this is who I am. Like I don't need to overthink it. I don't need to weigh every single food. I don't need to log every single calorie. This doesn't mean that there's days where I don't overindulge in chocolate or biscuits. This doesn't mean that there are days that aren't difficult. This doesn't mean that I'm like, oh, I always want to go for a run or I always want to go to the gym. There are days where it is a struggle and there are days where I need to be super disciplined, put on my running shoes and go for that run because I know it's part of the plan. When it comes to maintenance, I still need to be super vigilant, but things like my calorie swaps at the restaurants, they come naturally to me. Unless I want to have something of a higher calorie, then I make that decision and I have it. Does my weight still fluctuate? Absolutely, yes. But because I worked on that mindset and I worked on that relationship with the scale during my initial fat loss phase, it doesn't get to me now. It doesn't throw me off track. I'm like, cool, yeah, it fluctuated. Not a problem. Proceed as per normal with my normal lifestyle now that I have created. During my fat loss phase as well, I learned to listen to my body. I learned to understand what foods provided me more energy, which foods drained me from energy. So things like whole foods made me feel more energetic. Things like going out for my run and getting my exercise made me feel more energetic. Things like highly processed foods, foods with more sugars, a lot of the times would leave me feeling drained and lethargic. If I skipped exercise, I would also feel drained and lethargic. The reason I'm telling you that now is because it plays a fundamental part of your maintenance. And the reason I say that is because if for a week now during maintenance, I totally stray off track and I have a huge amount of processed foods or I skip runs or exercises, I can feel it. My body is exhausted. I am drained. And I use that as a sign to say, get your shit together, Mandy. But in the beginning, it's difficult to do that because you don't fully understand why you might have more energy or why you're lacking energy. And that's why I say your fat loss phase is so much more than just gathering low calorie recipes and making that. Your successful maintenance lies in your fat loss phase and how you set it up. As mentioned, this was just one of the episodes that I will be doing on maintaining weight. There's a lot more to chat about. There's a lot more points to bring up. There's a lot more things to have a look at. And I will break it up into a couple of episodes as we move forward the next couple of months, just so that you have got a very good understanding of maintaining weight. But that is where I'm going to end this episode today. I hope you have managed to take something from it. Remember, it's all in the way you set up your fat loss phase. On that note, I'm going to love and leave you like I usually do. Keep smiling, keep laughing, and keep being kind to one another. Much love, your friend, Maintaining Mandy.